and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. There are few things more satisfying than pleasing the one that you love with all your heart. When we love someone, we truly, from our heart, want to please them. That's not in order to gain their acceptance. That, that has already happened. And, uh, and because we accept one another, there is a love there. And that love just produces the desire to please them. Well, our God has forgiven us. He has accepted us solely based on His work in us. You know, the Father gave us His Son, John 3.16. The Lord Jesus died for us on the cross. The Holy Spirit has come and He literally lives in us and magnifies Jesus in us and through us. And so, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit uh, has done so much and is doing so much for us and has made us accepted in Him. And because of all that God has done, we love Him. And out of that love for Him, we love to please Him. I want you to listen to what the Apostle Paul has to say in Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 to 12. Hear it. For this reason, also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him, to please Him in all respects." bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, joyously giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. There it is. The Lord is saying here that He has made it possible for us to please Him in all respects, to please Him in every way. That word there, please, literally means to bring pleasure. To bring pleasure to our God. And let me just say again, it is not to gain His acceptance. We've already gained it. It is because we've been accepted. The overflow of our love for Him brings a desire to please Him. Now, um, the, the Word of God says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 9 and 10, For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying, verse 10 says, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. One translation says, proving what is pleasing to the Lord. And that's the general idea there. That we are, uh, uh, that we are in the process of doing what it takes to learn what it is to please Almighty God. Well, in this passage that I just read you, Colossians chapter one verses nine to twelve, we see four things, four things that bring pleasure to God that that help to please Almighty God. Four things are right here in the passage, and let me just mention them and then go back and talk about them for a moment. First of all, it says, uh, to please Him in all respects, number one, bearing fruit in every good work. When we bear fruit, we please God. Back 
to that in a moment. Number two, increasing in the knowledge of God. When And, and that uh, literally means growing by the knowledge of God. When we are growing, we bring pleasure to God. Number three, strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for the attaining of steadfastness and patience. So uh, we bring pleasure to God when God sees us walking in His strength and His power. And finally, number four, joyously giving thanks to the Father. When we are giving thanks, we are bringing pleasure to Almighty God. So when we're bearing fruit, when we are growing, when we are strengthened, walking in the strength of His power, when we are giving thanks, we are bringing God pleasure. Let's talk about these for a moment. Uh, Bearing fruit. In Matthew chapter 13, Jesus gives his disciples a parable, and it's the parable of, of the sower and the seed. And he says that the sower goes and, 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 and throws out the seed. And the seed, of course, is the, is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the word of God. And then the seed falls on different kinds of soil. But there's only one soil where it actually takes root and grows and brings fruit. That's the good soil. And that represents the people that are truly converted, that are truly saved. And Jesus, in explaining this parable to his disciples in chapter 13, verse 23, says this, And the one on whom the seed was sown on the good soil... This is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. And so what Jesus is essentially saying here is, uh, the one who is truly converted, truly saved, truly born again, is the one that bears fruit. Now he says some bear a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And so he says that it may be only a little fruit. Only a little fruit, but somehow or the other, a true believer bears some kind of fruit. I'm going to talk about that more in detail and what bearing fruit means on the next two podcasts. So come on back and we'll talk about bearing fruit. But then the second thing that brings pleasure to God is uh, increasing in the knowledge of God here in Colossians chapter 1, or literally growing by the knowledge of God. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 18 says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, uh, uh, parents... Parents get great pleasure in seeing their children grow. Wouldn't you agree with me on that? If you are a parent, uh, you have, have watched your children as they grow. And when I say grow, I'm not just talking about growing physically in, in, in their stature, you know, growing up, getting taller, gaining weight, that kind of thing. Of course, we love to see our children healthy and, and doing that but also growing in other ways. When we see them growing intellectually, when we see them growing socially in their ability to interact with with others, when we see them growing emotionally, where they're able to uh, uh, level out their emotions and and, uh, and 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 respond to things appropriately, and so on and so forth. Uh, as we watch our children progress, we get pleasure in that. That that brings us joy and pleasure. Well, Almighty God, Almighty God, as He sees us growing, He He it brings Him pleasure. And you know, Romans eight twenty nine says that our ultimate destiny is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. 
to be like Jesus. Matthew chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, Jesus essentially said that when a, when a disciple uh, becomes like his master, that's, that's, that's it. Our master is the Lord Jesus Christ, and we want to become like him, and so we grow into that. We are not automatically there immediately when we're converted. It begins a process of growth. We are born from above. We are born again. We become baby Christians, baby followers of Christ. <clears throat> and then we, we progress to become, become teenage followers of Christ, and then young men and women followers of Christ, and then eventually we should be mature, older men and older women in Christ, so to speak, spiritually, uh, with, with, uh, with greater maturity. And so God gets great pleasure in seeing us grow and continue to develop in every way. You know, the scriptures say that the human Jesus, and he was both human and God all at once, uh, that, that he grew, that he grew uh, physically, he grew in, in stature uh, and in favor with God and man. He grew socially, emotionally, and he grew spiritually as a, as a human. Uh, Jesus grew. Matthew acknowledged that in his, in his uh, gospel. And so God gets pleasure in seeing his children grow. But then the third thing that brings uh, the Lord pleasure is when we are strengthened uh, with all power, when we walk in the strength of, of our Almighty God. You know, uh, we are weak, and that's the truth. You know, you may feel strong physically, you may feel strong in other ways, and, you know, don't think too highly of yourself, okay? Because you have weaknesses, you have vulnerabilities, you are vulnerable to certain temptations more than others. I am. We all are. We have our own unique weaknesses and vulnerabilities, and as we serve the Lord, our service for the Lord is only good as it is done, as, as it is done in the strength and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't change people. All I can do is God can use me to be the messenger to give them uh, what it takes to change through the power of God. Well, and, and in order to live in a way that is honoring to God, I need the power of God. The, Paul put it this way in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He, the Father, would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man. When we rely on God, when we turn to Almighty God and we say, God, I can't, but you can. And Lord, I need your power and I need your strength and I need to lean on you and I need you to work, I need you to work in me and through me. That brings great pleasure to our Father. God is, is glad when He sees us recognizing the fact that we can't do it ourselves. We need Him. And when we turn to Him and say, Oh God, strengthen us in the inner man through Your precious Holy Spirit. We need You. We need to rely on You. When that happens, we bring God great pleasure and then finally, the fourth thing in this passage here in Colossians chapter 1 is joyously giving thanks to the Father. You see, God is glorified so much, and God has pleasure in seeing us uh, giving thanks. <clears throat> 
God is honored when we have an attitude of gratitude. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 says. Through him then, and the him here in this verse is Jesus, through Jesus then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is, what is it? The fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. The fruit of lips that give thanks to His name. You see, uh, if we want to bring a sacrifice to God, if we want to honor God, if we want to worship God, the way to do it is is to have that attitude of gratitude to always be in a thankful attitude. You know, I don't always feel thankful, but I choose thanksgiving. That's what brings pleasure to God when God sees that. Ingratitude, being ungrateful is literally a sin. Because God is the one that gives us every good and perfect gift, and we need to look up in every circumstance of life and say, thank you, God. Even in the bad circumstances, we can say, Lord, you know, I don't like these circumstances, but I'm thankful for a good God who was not caught off guard by this, and a good God who loves me. And so I give thanks to God, and that brings pleasure to God. So let me wrap it up uh, today and say this, God loves it when we, out of love, do the things that bring Him pleasure. Not to get acceptance. We've been accepted in and by Jesus Christ. That's the only way we can be accepted. Through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Through His forgiveness. Through His salvation. We're already accepted. We're not doing this to, to, to get accepted. But we're pleasing God because we love Him. And we please Him when we bear fruit. And we'll talk more about that on the next two podcasts. We please Him when we're growing when we're growing in the knowledge of God. We please Him when we rely on His strength and we're strengthened with all power and we please Him when we have an attitude of gratitude. I hope that you are pleasing Almighty God today. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.